Hey guys, welcome to the Be More podcast. Did you forget you're Brittany, Brittany. I'm Maria? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I forgot. I'm, She's having... Brittany, I'm Maria. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> okay, so this is a perfect moment to explain how like space cadet my brain has been today. So let me tell you, so guys, Maria texted me about 10 minutes ago saying like, hey, like I'm gonna just use the bathroom and then I'll hop on. Let me tell you about how catastrophic I was in the last 10 minutes alone okay just from you and i was like oh okay cool i have like a minute to like heat up like my tea and get myself all settled right i was ready to go so i have tea from this morning that i didn't finish and i was like all right let me just heat it up yeah okay so i go to put it in the microwave and i put it in the microwave and it's totally fine and i go to take it out and when i'm taking it out i notice that like there's water on the plate in the microwave and it's probably just like i don't know it's probably there from something we heated up and didn't realize it was there so i was like oh i should totally clean this space uh-huh. cadet put the said to myself let me take my tea out first and clean it i don't even know i literally don't know what happened but this is what happened i put my tea down in the space between the door for the microwave and the actual microwave are you serious why the door <laughs> tried to close the door knocked my tea over obviously literally the tea like it, if it was it would be like the splatter of like a murder seed yeah over the walls all over my body all are you serious the microwave it was a full cup of tea so now i'm unplugging the mic and all this time i'm thinking oh shit i hope maria's not on yet i'm <laughs> plugging the microwave i'm cleaning the microwave there are towels all over my kitchen at this moment at- how did you why did you put it down there is my right. question <laughs> that is the actual question that's that is completely the question i don't know it's what i did and it's a perfect are example. you just tired i don't i am like i i'm a weird span of like either i'm really really on or i'm really really not on and that was a perfect example of me being really really not on so there are towels all over my kitchen <laughs> soaking up the tea that i spilled all over the place that i really wanted <sighs> it's one of those days i mean are you tired because la- so last week we're we weren't on because Brittany was tired i think or you're i like wasn't feeling i like you weren't feeling well i don't think i don't know i'm not like it's not that i'm not feeling well where i'm like oh i have this symptom or i have this symptom yeah because yeah. from the weather changing my sinuses have been driving me insane i haven't gotten a sinus infection knock on wood yet but I, I'm having such a hard time and full, like total honesty, like I'm wearing a mask in some settings and not wearing a mask in other settings. And I think that just having to adjust to <laughs> the germs that are out there in the world again. And yeah. just the way that we breathe, right? Like if you think about us having our masks on, we were breathing such warm air right from our own like it was moisture in that air and like now we're going back to fully not breathe and then like being inside and having the heat on versus it being like whatever temp like it's just so much for our bodies like our respiratory systems to adjust to and i think that i'm not breathing well because of Mm -hmm. all that's going on and i think that's just making me feel tired fair enough um fair enough and you know. I think that's just now just a thing because now you're just tired today and dealing with whatever you, and now, your, now your, brain, brain. your brain laughs. <laughs> like, it's just, and it's funny things. It's it's like a perfect, it's a brain fart in action because I'm like doing something and then as I'm doing, like it's like watching a slow, watching it happening in slow motion. You're like, why are you doing that? And then you do it and it's too late and you can't do anything about it. That mm-hmm. was morning. Uh, anywho. Anyway, so that's Brittany's. Uh, and then the best part was. Ago. 
I went to get a towel from the bathroom and like was telling myself, okay, go clean it up. And the towel, like part of the towel fell out of my hand and then I tripped and fell. <laughs> oh my God. You can't, you can't. <laughs> it's Holy so, shit. these are the perfect moments where I am a very body aware person, but when I'm not, I'm really not. I'm really clumsy and a danger to myself. Yeah. Anyway, so hopefully that was a little bit of comic relief for you. <laughs> That's what a, the day in my life has been. Um, Lovely. Oy so, okay. So here's what we're going to, I'm going to lead into. Yeah, go ahead. We're going to have today. <laughs> so do you watch The Simpsons? No, not like, I've seen episodes, but I don't watch it, you know. Okay, same. But have you uh, like heard about how they have this crazy ability to forecast the future? Yes. And how they've like had all the time, right? Over the like however many, what do they have? Like twenty seasons, if not more than that. It's something crazy like that, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm with you. I don't really watch it either, and I think it's really, really just. I think one of the things that I do give them the respect for is that they're very well in tune with like what goes on in society. Like I think they're very relatable for the the American experience, um, mm -hmm. much as they make fun of it. But I don't really, I don't think it's funny. I don't really like it. Yeah, it's, I would rather watch like BoJack Horseman if I wanted like an American cartoon. Right. You know, like, you know, that's fine. I'm but, not um, like, I'm not like a, cause it was like big with like The Simpsons, South Park, like Family Guy, American, De like all that stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't like, I, again, don't dislike it, but there are some episodes where I'm like, right. I just watched that. Um, anyway, so one of the things that is crazy is the way that they predict. They've had all these crazy on-spot predictions. And Dan and I were having a conversation about that. There are some funny moments that are stupidly funny, but that we were talking about how they've done that so much. Um, and is there like a list online? I'm sure, right? I'm sure there. And there's like some like photo replications of like real life moments that have happened uh -huh. in The Simpsons. Um, but they do this sense of like forecasting and we talk about like for making predictions about the world. And I know that, I know that when you think about psychics and stuff like that, like people ask what the future is going to be, mm -hmm. not know. And maybe, I don't know if like you've ever heard of this before either, but I did not know that there is such a thing um, as social forecasting. No, I have no idea what that is. So, it's where people like take data and they, it's kind of like to the like a really small extent when they used to make predictions about like the like pol like politics and uh -huh. like the races and things like that it's just data analysis it's just data analysis but there's a it's to such an extent it's become such a thing that they have tournaments for this <laughs> where people gather and use data to make a prediction about what's going to happen in the world okay like it's like, a, like a, it's it's like literally forecasting tournaments based on the data that we have already mm -hmm. and people make predictions and like there are like, world like legitimate tournaments like we're talking yeah, about like, legit like i don't remember like, what the organization yeah that was referred to in the podcast i was listening to but there are like nonprofits that have developed these organizations that people can just join interesting and make forecasts for and then they become like the leading forecasters of social expectations and they're like the people that people like they go to when they want to know what predictions uh -huh. are going to happen in the future um is that like an ethical problem 
I don't know if that's ethical. Is that what a problem? Mean? Isn't that weird? Like, what if you get like confirmation bias or like you know, or like they're trying to traject like traject the course of well, this okay. So this is way. what this is why we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about next. Okay. But, um, there are people who are successful at it, and the people who are the most successful at it, kind of relating to what you just brought up, are people who don't solidly conform to any type of belief they are constantly changing their beliefs so like they don't necessarily follow one political party they don't necessarily follow one religious practice um they're people who are constantly challenging their own beliefs and are constantly in a like a mental mindset of rethinking okay because then they can listen to the data versus letting yeah. their own i mean i'm sure that there are some extents where bias comes into play but it's less of a factor if you don't have like a solid Right. If you're willing yeah. to change based on what you see versus, you know, mm -hmm. sticking to whatever it is you believe in. Um, so this whole right conversation of like this forecasting, I was listening to um, Adam Grant. He's like an American author, but he talks a lot about like this, he, the sciences. Um, I say the sciences because it's very broad, but he talks a lot about mindset and the way that we think and the science of that. And he was the one who was talking about this, these concepts of forecasting, because he's done studies on the people who do this. Okay. And he explains or he's narrowed down the fact that people have very different mindsets and their mindsets help them to like the, the people who have been very successful in social forecasting tend to have a specific type of mindset. And then he relates, he talks about the four types of mindsets that he's seen. Okay, right. Okay, so are you ready for these mindsets? Yeah, I'm going to pull up the text that I'll read with you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so he's broken them down into four different places. He says there's a preacher mindset, which is, and I put a little bit of like my own thoughts yeah. on this, but he says that it's generally a preacher. How would, okay, what, how would you define before, don't even read yet. What do you, when you think about a preacher and what they do, what's a preacher's goal? Like what do they do? I mean, when when you say preacher, I just think of like, uh, like a priest. Okay. <laughs> like and what they do they kind do? of they kind of just like literally just like talk to the congregation about the belief that they have, in hopes that you also believe the same thing, etc. etc. Okay. Cool. So, <laughs> right. So that's what he says. He says they know something to be a truth. Yes. And they want to share it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't match that truth. It's a same, <laughs> right? Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. That's literally what it is. So <laughs> I started relating this to like what you say and what you do, right? Like your mindset, you show your mindset to yourself and what you think. You show your mindset to others and what you say, but you truly are not like acting on your mindset or like making it a real belief practice until you do something and take action with it. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I thought of like, in the preacher sense, they like their action and their speech generally aligns with what they believe to be true. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so, but because it's so heavily, like that truth generally comes from like a text or a story or yeah. like not necessarily a belief that, or maybe later on with religious practice, it's something that you be, you end up being able to say is an internal truth, but mm -hmm. most people start to learn about religion or end up being in a preacher state because they've been told a truth that they believe in, right? It's right. like an external motivator. Right, I agree. Um, and that people literally gather to listen to a preacher and build a community 
because they also believe in that truth. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah. And then I also was thinking about because of that, right, the preacher mindset doesn't necessarily change because it's based off of like ancient belief systems and ancient scriptures and things that we still hold to be truth yeah to be truthful in some way shape or form yeah right and like perfect example of all of this and how it can become an issue right there's not a lot of rethinking in that mindset it's a lot of like this is what our religion says this is what it is this is what we like right it's there's not a lot of and anytime we want to bring about change it causes a whole hot mess yeah and one of the things that i thought about that i mean endless conversations about this related to like pre-sure mindset is like sexual belief within especially catholic religion because i know catholic religion i know this but like they don't want to rethink that because that's not what their truth from the bible comes of like from from their interpretation interpretation right someone's specific interpretation (laughs) um so just to narrow like narrow down the preacher mindset I know a truth it's based off of something that I have like an interpretation of that it becomes a truth for me I don't want to change it I want to share it with other people and Mm -hmm. the people who agree with me become my community and the people who don't agree with me are not right put it nicely right exactly so that was very interesting and he Adam Grant says that we take on these different mindsets whether we're a preacher or not so or like whether Mm -hmm that role or not so the preacher mindset is like I believe something I know it's true right if you don't know it's true like we're not you're different than like we're not in the same community we're not the same Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm gonna continue to preach my truth as my truth right okay okay the next one one is funny next one is the prosecutor so what's a prosecutor's job oh um like in a in a case like, like what's to, their end what's their end goal basically just like win whatever court case right yeah like they'll say whatever has to be said and whatever has to be done um because they're right and the other person's wrong and they have to win right like uh-huh. that's, yeah. that's it and everything <laughs> that they do in action and speech aligns with that desire to win and the desire to be right whether they're right or not right um like so yeah, so that's literally what he says. I'm right and you're wrong and I have to win. <laughs> End of story. So, I mean, and I know I I know those moments when I'm like that. Like, I know I had that. Um, and I know that a lot of people have called out that mindset from me before and told me that I should be a lawyer because of it. Um, right. But I thought that one was really interesting because your actions and your beliefs align, right, in your but you're also not willing to even listen to somebody else's right like you don't don't care you have a goal you're not listening you'll shut down or you'll just push 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 until you can claim victory that's the prosecutor mindset all right the next one this one these start to get fun is the politician mindset i will say whatever you believe is right so that you like me and then when i no longer need you to like me i'll do whatever i want yep (laughs) (laughs) makes sense right so it's like their speech and action will align only while like will align with whatever you want it to align with only while it's something that it's like 
Right. Well, only while yeah. benefit are important to them. So in those, what's, <laughs> this is so funny when you think about like, we lead the world with politicians, um, <laughs> because you never actually know what their beliefs are. Like, because they're shifty. Right. There, there, yeah. there's, you never actually know. Right. They're always changing gears, but they're not changing gears for the right reasons. They're changing gears because it's whatever benefits them at that moment with the intent of like the end goal. Again, it's still winning, but yeah. it's very like self motivated and egotistical. Right. Yeah, correct. It's very it, egotistical. It's, it's, it's basically just like, uh, um, like them first. Yeah. <laughs> like you know but if it's them first and then you know you guys second. and and there isn't any actual rethinking for the sake of like curiosity questioning or finding a reason any right. of the rethinking that happens is geared by like i want to win mm -hmm. or it's self-beneficial yeah that's what yeah that's really the um, one i was looking for so that one was super interesting because i also know I was having, I've had conversations where I say whatever I have to, and it's usually, it's honestly usually not in like a manipulative way. It's usually in a way of like, I have to save myself from this conversation. So I'm going to say whatever you need me to say right now for us to move past this. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Right. Like I've been in the politician mindset before and that's like the, I mean, it's the state of manipulation period. Yeah. The extreme level. Yeah. Right. But it's, yeah you can either use it as an offensive maneuver or you can use it as a defensive maneuver and right. i find myself often using using it as a defensive um because i feel like it's just really gross to use it in this and again this is what our country runs on anyway the last one mm -hmm. is the scientist men mindset and uh -huh. they have and this is what he deems the people who are most likely to successfully forecast have this type of mindset because they are based in like they're constantly questioning things, constantly curious, and their actions and their speech is driven by the data that they gather. So if they find gather and then they collect new gather data, they're most likely to pivot and change and rethink. Um, and mm -hmm. like the other three mindsets, these guys are the most excited about failure and being wrong because they know that that's the opportunity when they're going to learn the most. That makes sense. So. I thought this was all mind blowing. And I thought it was all really interesting because he talked about how when you're a preacher, prosecutor, politician mindset, it's usually driven by your ego. And if you're like more, if you're dealing with or in the moment of being a scientist, it's not driven by your ego, it's driven by like a deeper sense of like self. That and also just like um, what's around you, right? Right. Like, and like awareness. Yeah. Awareness. Sure. Yeah. For sure. So he, t he like went on to talk about how it fits into community. And what made me laugh was that the reference he made was to like the flat earthers um, <laughs> and <Okay. laughs> talking about how like they're, they very much were within like the preacher, like uh, prosecutor setting, right? Of like, we're right. <laughs> Or like even like honestly, even with people who are in the center of the earth and the 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 earth being the center of the universe, and he even tapped on it with QAnon, like yeah, people use the prosecutor preacher setting to try to distinctively separate themselves from other people, right? right? Agreed. So like I I have this or I know this, and you don't have this, and you don't know this, and it sets me apart. It's like some type of way to other everyone else. Yeah, and correct. A sense of 
complex <laughs> of some I sort. don't I don't want to say better than, but it's like a sense of other. Which uh, is- depending on like I think depending on the individual, it can be better than, right? But as a whole in general, maybe just other. Yeah, I guess. And then it's funny because he talked about too how uh, oh, I don't remember the context in, in that he started just describing it, but he was talking about how mm-hmm. people who say like that they're not with the norm because they don't want to be like associated with the norm. Yeah. Or they're like, oh, I don't define myself by the like I'm a nonconformist. Yeah. And I'm a nonconformist because I don't want to like be identified or like be related to others. It's like you're st- backhandedly still doing that by claiming yourself as a nonconformist. So it's like this weird. It's a complex of some sort. We don't, we want to not be attached. And by disassociate, like we want to not be attached to the common norm, right? Or like whatever the larger majority is. And we want to say that we're not a part of that community. But then we, by doing that, we identify ourselves with another community. (laughs) Who is also non-conforming. Who is also not, but it's still, <laughs> you're still identify like you're still identifying as something. So it's not like you're not having a label, right? It's like, right. Yeah. It's like, there, no matter what stance you have, you're still going to have a label and someone else is going to have the same stance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's contradictory of and what you're just their like, end goal is. of this. Especially if it's that, right. And it's like, correct. Yeah. It's like the whole concept of being a hipster, right? Yes, like back whole, in the day. Like, <laughs> You were, you were a hipster and then we were able to give, like, give it a word and have like, it be an identity. And it was like a cool thing to be a hipster, but then it was like, it wasn't cool anymore because everyone was a hipster. It was like, it's like, yeah, it was a whole, yeah, it was a whole uh, ordeal. It's it's (laughs) just like this weird. And then it's funny because by doing that and continuing, it's like how, it's one of those, the questions of like, how many times can you split a cell? Right? Like it makes it more complex and more complex and more complex and more complex, but there are still communities that exist within there because we are social creatures and you're not gonna be able to escape them. But then when we get into those communities, we use different mindsets to address one another, right? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna preach about my mindset in our community to isolate others who are gonna do the same thing. And like, I'm willing to sit down and have a conversation with you, but like, I know this is true and what you say can't be true if what I know is true. And then people use the prosecutor where it's like, you've seen the just all hell break loose, fight, 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 for what they believe in. And you have the politicians who you don't actually know what the hell's going on. They say one thing and do something different. And it's like, all right. Like people pleasers. Right, exactly. To an extreme extent. To an extreme extent. Exactly. And then the people who... I don't, I don't think we see this enough where, or at least not in like the main areas of community that society exists within like religion, like, like politics, like we don't see enough people coming at it with a scientist mindset of having curiosities and wanting to ask questions and, and being okay with the fact that they might have to change the way that they think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it really depends on like just the situation yeah yeah and it's now you uh, uh, you are someone who identifies with a religion right do you yeah. like primarily also identify with a political party yeah okay. uh yeah i mean 
Yeah. <laughs> I say this because like our two party system is just like, yeah. They have I identify as yeah foundations. As, yeah. As a liberal. And like and I guess we can pull all of this into identity in other ways too. Yeah. And I'll say this from my standpoint and then feel free to however yeah, of course. it works to you. So there are a lot of different ways that people can identify them themselves, right? Mm -hmm. I don't identify myself with a religion. I don't identify myself with a political party, honestly. Like I, I feel like oh, I can't anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I, this is what's funny is that if, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of what other things that I would have to, what are other things that we have to check off boxes for? I, I don't a, go ahead. Sorry. There's just a shit ton of intersectionality things you can. Imagine. Yeah. I don't have a choice when it comes to, I can't choose to be something else. Cause that would be weird. But like, I, I, I do identify as a white person, right? Like that's yeah. things that I do actually <laughs> relate my identity to for better or for worse. Um, yeah, you don't have a choice in that, but even with that, I'm very curious about being a white person. I don't fit yeah. any other mindsets of being a white person. But even when it comes to like gender and sexuality, I only choose because I have to. Otherwise, I would choose not to, if that makes sense. Um, what do you mean? Like, you only choose I'm what? To, I'm coming to a point now, the more that I'm learning about sexuality, that I, mm -hmm. I don't think, I think it's so person to person. Like yeah. the people that I meet and it has yeah. absolutely nothing to do with their gender at all. So like I sexuality, I'm getting to the point now where sexuality for me is like, I don't know. It's just a fluid thing. Right. It is just a fluid thing. And then, so I can't, I don't, I have nothing, I have nothing there. And then when it comes to gender, there are days when I will meet the gender norms of being a female and then there are days when I don't. So it doesn't, it, none of that computes for me anymore at this point. I did literally check the box because I'm like, I have these parts and I identify with having these parts. Yeah. Um, so I will check the box. But in terms of like my actions, behaviors and speech, probably not relevant to the female identity. So uh -huh. that's how I feel about all of that. Okay. And because I feel about, and that changes every single day. Like I don't have... It depends on the day. It depends on where I am. I don't have a strong belief attached to any of those things. Okay. I just. So it's just a fluid what, being depending on the day, depending on your mood. Yeah. And it yeah. depends on what experiences I have. Like, right. Makes sense. I, I'm learning from those experiences and I'm changing. And I remember I'm, and I felt way less crazy listening to this and I'm excited to read the, he wrote a book crap called, I think it's called think again. Um, about this I, concept of rethinking and changing your mindset. I, especially around the areas of religion and politics, had such a hard time. It wasn't like a, I don't want to, it wasn't like that nonconformist mentality. It was a mentality of like, I don't believe in this all the time. So I'm not going to say I'm a this. Yeah, fair. It would create the issue of like, oh, you're so... Like, what do you believe? And you're so wishy-washy. You're so like, oh, you pick something you need to. And like, 
You know what I mean? Like it would make an issue because I would be like, oh, I agree with you one day. And then be like, oh, I don't agree with you next day. And it's con- like, that's controversial. And it makes it seem like mm. I would get told that I made it seem like I like couldn't make up my mind or mm-hmm. like I didn't have a decision or a perspective. And it, it mm-hmm. wasn't that I just couldn't identify what it was. Like, mm-hmm. the, like it took you a while to process or like it depending on the day that you're you know yeah but it's like within, i don't want to make a choice also within time though you gain more knowledge of whatever and, situation so it's not like you know that's it, where i want to be i never want to be at a point in well there are a couple of things that i probably am like this with but i never want to be at a point in my life around those really big things that we question where i'm going to be so 100 percent sold out to it that i'm not going to let myself continue to learn that's what i put first right no yeah so a scientist methodology if you will yeah and now i know that (laughs) i feel less crazy about it but it can be really hard when you're when people are very strongly tied to those identities and they want you to make one like to pick one and then that's on them you know that's That's true but that's on them that's like that's like them i mean again same thing with like we're just you know picking flat earthers because that's (laughs) that's what you mentioned first like i brought that up yeah um like that's on them to believe what they believe but to push their agenda on other people and to think that they're like not making the right decision is just like not right (laughs) in my opinion you know but it's the it's the reality of we live in a very like a checkbox yeah checkbox world right correct and i think that's just so antiquated it it is and it's not people's (laughs) faults right but like you know they only know what they know and blah 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 but it, the people that are in so in their ways are just the most annoying it's frustrating i i really i just want to get to a point where we can just live in a world where it's like okay well i'm curious about this and i still want to look at this and i want to learn about this and it's we don't we don't live in that world and it's really hard mm-hmm. i will never be at a point in my life where I'm going to be like, I believe in this so hard that I'm super would never ever in a million years change my life unless there is a bunch of data and science behind to support it. That's been, that's been tested. Like foolproof. Yeah. Like the, the state of rethinking and the ability of rethinking it's so, it's just so freaking interesting to me. And Adam Grant talks about how the, the number one thing that we fight when it comes to being willing to even process trying to rethink our beliefs or like our mindset is that we're fighting our ego. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if, again, take any cult. Like, I think they're just fighting with their egos to like not be wrong. Yeah. And right? like, most of us are fighting ourselves to not be wrong. Right. Right. All of it, that, you know vulnerability shame weakness blah. Yeah, it takes a lot of selflessness to like rethink and restructure especially if you've held on to a belief for so long mm. it's a scary so, for sure yeah, yeah so that makes sense for sure and it, it's interesting too because there are moments in our life i mean this all of this is relevant to our last conversation about don't look up but there are moments in our lives when we don't have a choice and we have to rethink yeah like the for so many people the most relevant one i mean we can even go back to and this causes 
having to do this causes such disruption in our being, right? If you're somebody who, and I've, I can't speak on this personally, but I've heard a lot of personal stories about if you're someone who grows up in the Catholic religion and then you discover and realize for yourself, like, oh, I, I am not like, yeah, I, I don't fit into what's expected <laughs> here. Like that, like is a necessity of needing to potentially change or rethink, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even with, I see so many people that deal with it in health, right? Like they have to rethink the way that they're living and their their wellness because they had some type of devastating health experience and it's out of necessity and it's out of fear, right? Of like, what happens if I don't? Right. But people also can choose to rethink out of curiosity but how many settings do we have in the world where people feel safe enough to be vulnerable enough to actually do that? Uh, Not many, if any. And this is exactly why, and I've realized this for myself, guys, I'm sharing a lot. (laughs) This is why I don't feel safe. Because there's no space, it's like safe spaces to feel vulnerable. Because I constantly am in a state of like questioning things. Mm Mm-hmm wanting to be curious about things, but our society doesn't create a lot of spaces for us to do that in a way that feels safe. Curious about just like general things in life. I'm curious about everything in life. Let's be real. Guys, Maria Maria and I, I called Maria like an hour probably before we were supposed to talk. And I was like, what are we talking about today? She goes, I don't know. I was like, all right, let me like dive into something, see if I can find it. And this is, this is the result. This is the result of that. Like I'm an hour. I'm curious about, (laughs) everything i can get to unnecessary places with any topic that is brought up i i i think though it's like creating safe spaces and like being vulnerable and all that stuff yes society is not in tune with that obviously uh duh that's why people are in their ways and get like annoyed that other people are curious about other things but i i think you have to it's within the safe spaces within your community that you have to tap into, you know, like, because if you don't have that, forget society, (laughs) you know, like, forget the societal norms of just staying in your box. If you don't have something in in, like immediately outside, like in your community, then you're fucked. Mm, That's so true. You know, it creates part of the bigger problem of why people get so attached to their mindsets based on the communities that they're within, right? Because yes, that's correct. where they feel safe. So if you're challenging it or questioning it at all, you're trying to... You're challenging your your family friends. Right. That you deem as safe to begin with. So like to get out of that safe space and challenge them, it's like you're trying to restart, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and they may or may not enjoy that. Hmm. That's my two cents on that. <laughs> You're right. It's just crazy. It's crazy the way these like things encompass one another. Like the mindsets and like thinking in general. Yeah. And the communities yeah. and those are like, like this whole, like the social sciences and like the mental sciences and. Oh, yes. Like social studies go, is like. Go so strongly hand in hand. Um, but I, I, I am so. Mm-hmm. just like deeply curious about all of this and it's not even i definitely learn more and more about myself the more i learn about these things and it helps me make things make sense but it makes it so much more interesting to engage with other people and see where they are right right i mean it makes you feel more fulfilled anyway that's true and it's like i definitely know that 
if I'm dealing with somebody who's in the prosecutor mindset, like, and that's the thing too, right? If I'm dealing with somebody who's in a prosecutor mindset, who's like, I need to have a win. I'm going to defensively be a politician. Yeah. Right? And be like, right. Yes, whatever you need so that I can get out of this conversation. Yeah. As opposed to just like both oh. of you being just like in the scientists or whatever. Mindset. And that comes back to exactly what you said, right? If you find yourself in scientist men like mentality, you, your own, your best bet of survival is to surround yourself with other people who are also in that mindset. Yeah. Agreed. Which they're, they're, you know, rare, but they're around. Yeah. And it depends. I think, I think different people will hit that mentality in different areas, right? Like there are going to be people who are going to be in when things that they strongly identify with, they're not going to be willing to question. Mm-hmm. Correct. But if there are things that are kind of like in the gray area, then they're probably willing to listen to either side. Yeah. Or whatever side. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think that so much of the time, like the only way that we can get people to potentially shift those mindsets is by going deeper into like the empathy and the the other like real human experiences that exist outside people of- people just need to go to therapy. <laughs> like the one the ones that like are super strong in their belief and can't see otherwise and can't uh um understand why people have other thinkings like they just have things to unpack yeah and i mean to be like double-edged short and totally reflecting like i there are certain things that people are very i feel like people's thoughts and mindsets are very far away from me and i don't relate to don't understand and don't want to be understanding of Mm -hmm. um what's annoying and frustrating and sucks is that there still has to be space for it there Mm -hmm. i will i will die on this hill but there has to be safe space for it there with the boundary of like safety and well-being right like i'm never gonna cross that bridge and stand on that side of if you're if your side of the mountain is like on the foundations of millions of bodies right like yeah like it's not safer it's not you know um cool right which i think very well ties into the (laughs) laughing but it's not funny but it's also true it's like ironically satirically funny um what we're seeing happening with like the russia and ukrainian war right now Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. we are dealing with Honestly, like, I feel like it's preacher, prosecutor, like, there's no, like, no giving a crap about what you think and making you like me. Like, I'm just going to do what I want to do for my own. Their own, yeah, their own, uh, uh, I don't even know. Yeah. Benefit. uh, Yeah, I guess. That's the Um, thing that's funny, though, is that. mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess this is. The answer to this is it's because of the political structure um of russia but it's not the benefit of the country or the people it's for the benefit of the one person which i feel like i don't understand and this is i don't know anything about the politics in this but like it's one person (laughs) one person and you're a huge ass country like it would become like an overthrow situation right and like what's the likelihood of that happening like but like somebody else has to be drinking the kool-aid otherwise this wouldn't be happening 
Correct. Yeah. Like that's, there has that's to be, especially is. within his militant forces, like there have to be people who also are tacking into that belief or what I wonder what the belief is. Like, I want to know what the, I don't know enough behind it. Is. I don't either, but that's why I'm at, like, I'm asking, like, how do you <laughs> guys, this is like the, we're, we're asking the questions of how do you become like an evil <laughs> force tyrant dictator how do you a have leader a leader of something of, of an evil leader right like i'm gonna just use evil because i think it's evil i think that if anything that you're doing has the intent of war is not there's <laughs> i mean war in general i think Ow. is evil are you good <laughs> yeah i'm good <laughs> but... I, I yes i i think evil is is right because war is evil i, I don't think there's any benefit to war <clears throat> i agree at least I, the thing that i don't understand as I lose my voice, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, <clears throat> is what at this point, this day and age, in the way that we live, what Why? do you see? Right, like, what do you see the end goal being? Like, what do you really project seeing? And this is, I'm sorry, like, this doesn't have to just be relative to the Ukrainian, like, Russian Ukrainian war, but if you're fighting for land, do you really see that in this day and age you're gonna get to take over a territory that doesn't belong to you like especially with like all like the un nato right like, like with the, the, the structures i mean we talk a lot about systems being in place that are like just un unnecessary and, and irrelevant but like these are actually good government-based systems that are in place in our world like how how do you see that going like, and how do you not see it going and this is the thing that when we first like first started kind of talking about this my brain goes right to like nuclear war right because like that how do i know as like a big escalation but like how do you not go there when we have the capacity and capability to do that and you're not and you continue to if you don't back down and things go to shit, like that's the scary capability reality of what yeah the world has what right could now. potentially happen right like how do you see another outcome other than that when you have these large systems at play trying to hold peace and you're fighting i don't i did I, the mindset of this like what's the point of war at this point there's enough space for all of us <laughs> like i don't i don't <laughs> it just it's just so it doesn't make any resources sense. resources but like we also have systems in place to help that yeah import export you know taxes and all that shit and but i mean like the the reality of the situation is that it's never going to be fair right there's never going to be but in this point in this situation russia's not the not the person that would be fighting back for not having access to things so right. it's like at this point it's like the the big bully walking down the hallway shoving the tiny person in a locker just because they can and we have systems at play to not have that happen so why bother i don't i honestly don't know cause because i mean they're doing a really good job of disrupting the world right they're doing a really good job of like it, and again it's the bully sitting at the back of the room with the straw and the paper balls spitting them like at people like that's what this is and and to the like a larger extent because people's lives are being taken like it's, it's yeah i mean this is real like this ain't no like call of duty bullshit that you find on on the you know a video game no. this is like real life people are out there so 
why are you looking it up right now yeah that's why i'm like uh, like i don't i don't know i know i mean i don't know the why we don't know the why obviously we don't know the why the the i don't know war is just so stupid how do you have we just Uh said that if you're dealing with somebody who's in and and like a no like an end stop no play mindset how 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 do you reason with such how do you do anything other than get to that and i'm not gonna lie i've become very aware of the fact that i am a I am a doomsday catastrophic thinker in like life, apparently. Again, an issue with not being safe. I'm fully aware of that. Like that's why I jump there in everything literally all the time um, that I am constantly dealing with. But how, given these circumstances, do you do you not go? I, there are a lot of things that I question when it comes to our government. And there are a lot of things that I'm like, why are you doing this? But when it comes to this level, I don't, how, I do not want to be the person who has to make any type of decisions around any of this. Cause it's like, how, how, like there's no winning, right? There is no winning. So how, like you literally have to take, which is, which is why war sucks. You literally have to just take the path where you're going to hopefully have the least amount of casualties. It's such a humanitarian issue an ethical issue obviously war is just like every issue a combined political you know yeah ideological whatever it's just literally the question is why right why and like how do you reason going back to like this whole thing this whole uh, subject like how do you reason with people that are just in that non uh scientist and have the extent of power and ability that they have right because it is one person it is that, one, it's that one person that has other people believing that's right. that's the issue right the spider also, web is woven from the inside out how long has he been in the power spider web? does the spider web go that way i don't remember but it starts it starts somewhere <laughs> how long has he been in power i don't know i don't even want to say his name um <laughs> in office 2000 uh 1999 oh wow oh god <laughs> wow why but we talk about mental, like emotional stability a lot. You cannot be causing this type of situation for the world and be mentally sound. Like mm-hmm. there is some instability somewhere, regardless of whether it was brought on by an actual health crisis and a cardiac issue, like you, you can't. And you want to know what I think is very Mm-hmm. You can either be emotionally unstable and very aware of the world around you and trying to relate and can, right, and you can do it with that scientist mentality, or you can do it with any of the other mentalities, especially like the prosecutor and the preacher mentality. Right. Uh- <laughs> like it's it, how do you how how this is a really big question, and this is a question that people like who are in leadership are trying to navigate right now and. Like hands down, like I said, I, we in America are very fortunate to be able to criticize and judge and and discuss and, and have canter till the cows come home about politics. But like in these types of situations, 
I, I don't, I don't get to make judgment. I don't get to say anything because I can't imagine I'm sure like in a couple of years from now, am I going to look back and be like, was this the right answer? Probably not. Like I'm going to mm-hmm. have judgments then, but I, I can't imagine being in that type of situation. Yeah. Which is why it's so hard to even just talk about it. Cause I, I can't imagine any, I mean, any war yeah. like here. <laughs> so knock on wood and like, not yeah. in our lifetime and it's again it's one of those weird things we talked about this a couple episodes ago living life right now is because you have that sense of awareness of what's going on in other places is so weird to me yeah it's, i don't yeah it's weird to me i am just it's tiring and i'm sure that's probably a part of why right like we were talking about earlier like that fa- sense of fatigue like yeah And that sense of not feeling safe and that sense of worry and that sense of like it being super out of your control and there's nothing you can do about whatever is going on. I mean, in terms of like, you can't stop the war from happening, right? If there are so many causes that people can get involved in, um, and I wasn't fully intending to talk about this today, so I can't don't have to stop my brain, but like, there are a lot of things that we can do to help the people who are directly being negatively impacted by this. There is, but when it comes to everything else around it, the major influencers or impactors that are going to make decisions that are going to directly create the result that will impact us, we have nothing to grasp <laughs> on to. <laughs> well, we've been inundated for the past two years with like unprecedented times. So That's very true. That is very uh, true. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. It's, I've been having a lot of thoughts about like, I think it's honestly, none of this helps. I think about like, what, what's the point of life quite often. Mm -hmm. And I've been having so many thoughts around all of it and just being like, (laughs) like, again, the question is like, what what why, like why and what, why yeah. and what's the point like it it yeah. what is the best constantly unfolding satire that has ever been constructed it really is no mm-hmm. i don't be a downer but like it's it just it really is it's <laughs> this is why it's so important and this is what i've been focusing on for myself so much too is that it's so easy to get caught up in all of this and like and this is why i like this my mindset stuff is my escapism and then i relate it to the world and then i'm like okay deep end real real far down but like Mm -hmm. this is why it's so important that we do continue to do things i just haven't gotten to the point yet where i can balance out like doing it and then not feeling guilty about it like living life and then not feeling guilty about the fact that i'm like doing what (laughs) just living just living sometimes yeah like when so when other people are dealing with the extent of what they're dealing with it's awareness fucking sucks (laughs) (laughs) i wish that i was just a blissfully blissfully ignorant mofo walking around here not caring um Mm -mm 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 -mm. yeah 
uh, my thought escaped me like that's like feeling bad is fine you're just empathetic right and that, again we've talked about the whole empathy thing before and how it can be super dangerous right you just can't let it get to you I know. like that that's just the situation people have been put in because of outside forces you know it's not good enough for me <laughs> i know it never is <laughs> nothing ever nothing ever is which is uh, another downside of me constantly being in the side like i really i so much identify with that scientist mentality in every aspect of my life but it becomes unnerving because what do i have to hold on to <laughs> it depends on your day i guess <laughs> yeah well no i have my i know i know who i am well enough that i have the ability to hold on to that but it's like what else do you and it's like you said before like i definitely i'm very fortunate that i do have people but when you zoom out enough right with that whole like life greater than what is going on like what if you're questioning everything all the time what do you have to hold on to and i mean it is also the question like do we need something to hold on to I don't know. Well, if you're like me and you like need a sense of control, then yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I put myself in these situations. Oh my goodness. Anyway, well, I'm curious, guys who are listening. First of all, like I want to know, do you relate to these mindsets? Do you relate to these experiences with these mindsets? Man, oh man. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all I got. I guess I'm done. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is I was feeling very tired, but just like thinking about this stuff, like the stuff we're it's talking tiring. about. It's tiring. But it's, ex see, that's exhilarating for me. Yeah, I get that. But it is tiring. It Well, the stuff that we let into, yeah, is exhausting. And like the mental. Mm -hmm. The mental. Like output is definitely high, but I love this like stimulating. I could do this for hours. But I know you can. <laughs> and that's that's the whole going back to what we were just talking about. Uh, it's I either want to be in this and doing this and questioning and working and doing this or just like not having to exist. There's no in between for you. There's no in between. There's literally no in between. Nope. Because otherwise I just am like going through the motions. Yep. Fair enough. It's your mental stimulation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> otherwise it's escapism and that's there's a balance somewhere or like the only good thing i have to say is like having genuine like like living for us like being able to be together like having genuine connection but yeah. it's back to that level of right like why the last couple of years has sucked so much because we've it's a different way we've had to do it in a different way we've been limited in the way that we can do it so mm-hmm life is ever evolving life is something <laughs> that's for sure oh i think yeah. all right well i hope that you guys are enjoying your life the mm -hmm. best you possibly can i don't i don't i have nothing else to i've done nothing off on tangents in like six different directions in a hot second so i literally have nothing else to add okay so. well remember that you deserve to live your best life so if you need to figure out what your mental state is to help you be more and what mindsets work for you when you're trying to fight your ego, 
don't be afraid to do that work. I think that's just general. That's a general statement. Like, don't be, don't be afraid of being more aware. Maybe that's our whole be more is about being more aware. It really is. <laughs> be okay. more aware. All right. All right. Good? Um, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs>